I'm a gun lover, a veteran, and a family man. I believe in the Second Amendment and responsible gun ownership. I'm Skip, and this is Gunsmoke. Hey, y'all, we're back. We've got a lot of stuff to talk about today. And uh, i just uh, been hanging out, doing a lot of stuff over the holidays and enjoying myself and slacking, of course. But um, I got an email, and uh, it was from David. He lives out in California. And he was asking about the Atchison AA-12. That's a shotgun, by the way. And uh, so I, I did some research, and I reached out to my friends at uh, Pew Pew Tactical. Now, Eric and the guys, they're really some super people, and they gave me some good information. And uh, so I figured I'd go ahead and follow on with it. And uh, got a little interesting reading done, and it's a lot of education and stuff like that. Well, anyway, the uh, AA-12 shotgun... It's an iconic one. It's uh, got a strong media presence. It appears in video games, movies, and TV shows all over the place. In fact, it got nerfed in Call of Duty. Now, that's something. Now, despite the love and not many people know about the actual story of this well-known firearm, well, let's take a look at this. And, uh, well, in celebration of such a freaking cool gun, we wanted to take a close look at it and how it was put together. So they dove into some of these iconic moments in history. Yes, we're going to talk about the scene in Expendables. But anyway, let's look at some of the potential applications of this scattergun and some of the truly futuristic weapons that, that came out. Now, back in the 1970s, when music was better and uh, they had chest hair, hairier, and Auto Assault 12 was born. Now... That stands for AA-12, by the way. Now, developed by Maxwell Atchison in 1972, it was originally called the Atchison Assault Shotgun. Now, it was developed for military by Atchison himself, and he later sold the patent in 1987 to military police systems out of Tennessee. Now, from there, MPS refined and renamed the design to Auto Assault 12. Now, over the next 18 years, the design underwent tweaks and modifications until MPS ended up with AA-12 that we know today. Now, recoil. This gun is something else. Now, personally, on a side note, I happen to have a, a Panzer AR-12. And I'll tell you from personal experiences, you better be hanging on to that bastard when you pull the trigger. It's, it, it'll, it bucks. So, uh, this one here is one of the most notable changes was the shift from a simple blowback operated action to a more refined gas operated system. Now the gas system is actually what enables the AA-12's number one party trick and it's almost total lack of recoil. The gas absorbs, the gas system absorbs as much as 80% of the 12 gauge's recoil while the recoil spring soaks up around 10% more. I saw videos while I was doing some research here of a guy one-handed shooting this thing like a pistol, and it was very easy. It was super. I have not shot one, but I wish I had. But, but anyway, what's this all add up to? Basically, you get 
the full power of the 12 gauge with only 10% of the typical recoil. Now the gun's 10 pound weight soaks up much of the what's left over of the recoil leaving you with a fully automatic 12 gauge shotgun that you can fire actor accurately with one hand. And, uh, and it offers a fairly low cyclic rate of just 300 rounds a minute. Now 300 rounds in a minute of 12 gauge I consider substantial and that's about a third of what you can get with an M4. Now this means you can fire on semi-auto by squeezing and releasing the trigger quickly or you can go full auto on uh, like Terry Crews did and empty out that big drum mag uh, without even a slightly inconvenience. So MPS also made some internal tweaks for reliability including a new open bolt firing system and some stainless steel internals. Now all this goes a long way towards making the gun cycle more consistently. Now everyone who's ever owned a semi-automatic 12 gauge, particularly a Sega, will tell you that it's no easy feat. No. Unfortunately, as cool as it is to dump 20 rounds of buckshot down range in just a few seconds, uh, the AR AA-12 never really caught on with the military. Now, both the Army and the Marines vetted the platform at various points during its development, but didn't quite catch on. So, while the AA-12 was never adopted by the military, it did become incredibly popular with screenwriters. Now, since its public debut back in the late 70s, it's been a staple in action-oriented TV and movies from Predators to Justified. It also saw action in Future Weapons and Lock and Load, hosted by the late Richard uh, Mac Makowitz and Arlie Ermey. And, uh, and, of course, it's Hail Caesar's weapon of choice in all three expendable movies. Now, beyond that, you can find it in just about every Call to Duty game, particularly the ones about warfare in the modern era. And it sucks in Warzone, though, so don't use it. But the AA-12 also pops up in Medal of Honor, Warfare, Special Ops, The Line, Watch Dogs, State of Decay, Rainbow Six Siege, The Division, and Ghost Recon Wildlands. Now, it's pretty safe to say that the AA-12 has done a lot more damage on the digital battlefield than in real life. But I'm, I'm sure I'm not alone when I say that it is still the holy grail type of gun to own, among with with things like full auto MP5 and a Barrett M82A1. Yes, <clears throat> yep, and uh, I wish I could include a link here so you could you could buy a civilian legal AA-12 or, or show you a video of me shooting it, but uh, unfortunately I can't do that. But sadly, the road to a civilian legal AA-12 is littered with roadblocks in the form of multiple corporate backup buyouts and some dodgy rulings by the ATF. Now, BC Engineering, neighbors of uh, military police systems, licensed the rights to the gun and came up with a semi-auto version called the BC, uh, I'm going to say Jaeger. And uh, in May of 2016, they started shopping around the rights to manufacture that gun. Well, since the rights to the AA-12, as well as the tooling and molds, have been sold to Sol Invictus Arms in Florida, uh, they're playing around. Now, now, hey, they're currently 
hard at work at that seven uh, semi-automatic A12. And it's supposed to be affordable. I don't know exact figures there. So, but that sounds great, but there's an issue. Now, here it is. While the new Sol Invictus AA-12 debuted at the SHOT Show in uh, 2019, the ATF decided that the design was too easy to convert to full auto. Well, whether that's true or not, production is currently on hold. Sol Invictus continues to work with the ATF to find a design that is reliable but also unable to convert it to full auto. So what's the future of the AA-12? Well, given that the AA-12 is so firmly rooted in popular culture, it seems unlikely that it's going to go anywhere anytime soon. So it's certainly going to be with us at least through the end of the Expendables franchise. <laughs> so I'm also willing to bet that uh, in, an, in the inevitable Modern Warfare sequel also. So. So as far as owning one, who's to say? I, for one, will be watching for the developments over to Salt Victus carefully, so I would love to get my hands on one of these and keep it for my very little loan. But anyway, in thinking about it, the AA-12 is a beast of a gun. It's uh, from what I researched and what I've seen, and it says it's got a cool history behind it. It's left an indelible mark in the gun culture as one of the most recognizable firearms in the world, and uh, its legendary gun deserves its time in the spotlight, which it has in the movies and stuff like that. And we're more than happy to shine a little bit of light on its history, and hopefully the future is well for this thing, and maybe it'll come on there. Like I said, I've got a Panzer AR-12, and uh, it's fun to shoot. But uh, it sure leave a mark on your shoulder when it's done with you, so you better be hanging on to it. So, <laughs> anyway, I hope I've satisfied. Oops, there we go. Can't slam things around in here. But, uh, Dave, I hope I've satisfied some of your uh, wants there and uh, making this. So, anyway, if you got any bitches, gripes, or complaints, feel free. Send me an email at gunsmoke at yahoo.com. That's G-U-N-S-M smoke, all lowercase, at yahoo.com. Or go to our Facebook channel and Gunsmoke, Gunsmoke. Send us some friends' requests. We've got plenty of them. I love seeing what you guys are doing and all that. And uh, let's make a lot of friends that way. Plus the place, uh, I'll be taught modern classic firearms. I've read some good articles in there, and I want to talk about them next time. And uh, the guns at... at uh, the Snubby Club and, and Snub Nose Club and all these groups that I belong to. I'm going to be bringing them up as we go along and uh, do that. So until the next time, y'all take care. <laughs>